Howdy, hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Fat Love Talk. I'm your host, Zach Love, and this week we're going to do things a little bit differently than normal. Instead of going through the synopsis of what the episode is going to be, I have a lot of topics lined up for this week. We're going to just jump into it and give you guys a great show. So without further ado, guys, I'm Zach, this is Fat Love Talk, and let's get into the direct. So we're going to go ahead and start off the podcast right with the direct, if you caught that at the end of my intro, that happened this week. The Pokemon Direct happened, and I was I was kind of convinced we were going to get like a Pokemon Mobile announcement, some Pokemon Switch news, maybe a release date, or some, some minor details regarding the Pokemon Company. They have a lot going on in the background. I didn't think they would dedicate the entire Direct to the Switch version of Pokemon, but boy, howdy was I wrong. I was very excited to be wrong. It's one of the best times to be wrong. We got a Direct announcing Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield in the Galar region with the three starter Pokemon also (laughs) in the announcement. That is phenomenal. That's way better than I anticipated. I was excited. I was spectating with the homie Tyler. We were like, what if they talk about the Direct and they talk about uh, the new Pokemon game and what if we get to see all this interesting stuff about the game or the mechanics or the, the, the combat or the RPG elements or the world even, man, I could not have asked for a better eight minutes. I mean, really, they're probably not going to show us anything else until E3, because they said that they're not done talking about Pokemon, there's more Pokemon news coming, that could be a generic statement being more than just Pokemon for Switch, they might have other tricks up their sleeve, or in the works even, I'm not sure what they're going to be doing, but I am excited for what's coming because nintendo and pokemon will both be at e3 we're gonna have a great show this year and and i i'm I'm ready for what they're gonna show now i want to go ahead and talk about the world a little bit and then i'll go into the starter pokemon which i (laughs) have my opinions on the world is the galar region and you can you can look this up uh, pretty much anywhere on the internet at this point just google pokemon sword shield galar region you're going to get a picture um i've posted the image on my twitter feed as well if you want to find an easier way to find that map but it's it's very um what's the word for it long um I was listening to this week's Nintendo Voice Chat podcast that IGN does, and they said that it was based after the UK, sort of, kind of, and inspired by that, so that's pretty cool. I like the train system, I like the length of the the world, I like kind of the whole atmosphere. It's very countryside, very forest, very snow mountain, very diverse and i really appreciate that i hope we have ride pokemon again um i really enjoyed that mechanic i hope that we go back to the core rpg elements i don't mind not having the overworld view of what pokemon are in the grass it does help when you're trying to get somewhere and you can just avoid that but it doesn't cause too much of an issue for me because i'm used to that mechanic i mean i've only been playing since gen 5 but I went back and played earlier gens. I just started that Gen 5 with black and white. Um, I'm very excited that they're going back to their roots. I love the roots of Pokemon. I love the mechanics of Pokemon. I love the RPG elements of Pokemon. I'm going to grind up my starter Pokemon, which I'll get to in a minute. And I'm going to get that little boy or girl, I'm not sure, uh, up to level 100. They're going to be my my pal. They're going to be right there next to me, champion of the game you know they're gonna be my number one i really hope we don't have to have one pokemon in our party of six hold all your tms because that would be annoying i want cut ride fly swim waterfall all this stuff needs to be implemented the way that it was in sun and moon at least i enjoyed that aspect in sun and moon a lot more than in previous generations where you had to have Five Pokemon in your party, but just a sixth person who just held all of your teams. You needed to like cut and swim and whatnot. So, if they could kind of find a way to work that in there, hopefully they have because it's a little late at this point to be asking for that. But we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Now, 
more about the world itself. If you look at the map and you break it down, I don't have an image in front of me. I'm going off memory here, but it's kind of like a wall at the top separating the top of the map from the snowy section to this bottom section. And it kind of makes me wonder, you know, the whole sword and shield aspect. Is there some sort of turmoil in the world? Are they at odds with each other? Is there some sort of conflict? Is this going to be, I mean, there's always been a story in every Pokemon, you know, friend, you know, new title, but it's just, is this going to be very story arc driven within Pokemon RPG elements in the background? I would not mind at all if they gave you, you know, 30, 40 hours of dialogue, you know, cutscenes, etc. combined, you know, I, I would love to have a rich story, a nice atmosphere. Again, referring back to the NVC podcast I listened to on IGN, they mentioned that um, it'd be nice to see side quests. It'd be nice to see the addition of more RPG style elements in this franchise. And I 100% agree with that. I would love to see side quests implemented and giving you rewards for completing those. You know, maybe it's going to be a particular Pokemon for your decks or an HM or something along those lines, a TM. Maybe it's going to be an item that's really nice to have, like, you know, a rare candy or something along those lines. Nothing that's really like really beneficial, but something that's going to be greatly useful. You kind of see what I'm saying here. I don't know if I'm explaining that well enough. Nothing that's going to be like, you have to do this to progress. It's going to be an optional side quest with an optional reward. That's really worth you know, the time it takes to do it. All I'm asking for. I really am looking forward to this new Pokemon title. I'm really looking forward to this new game. I really like the diversity of the map, the length of the map. I think they can really do a lot with it being on Switch. I don't want to have a 40 to 50 hour adventure and then be just done with the game. They did a lot of good stuff with Sun and Moon with the post game. And they've gotten better and better and better at doing post-game stuff. Let's Go was a fantastic game. I have not technically beaten the game yet. I kind of fell off, and I'm worried that if I go back into the game, I'll just be lost, and I'll have to look up a guide and kind of start from the beginning again, but I will go back at some point, probably because I'm hype for this new Pokemon title, and get it. I mean, just last week, on my podcast, I was talking about how I was hyped for Fire Emblem, and I thought about maybe popping out my 3DS, charging it up, playing some more Fire Emblem, getting through Fates finally, and lo and behold, guys, I have an update regarding that little side note to the Pokemon. I have, in fact, been using my 3DS, well, I have a 2DS XL, actually. I've been using my 2DS XL this last week. I've been playing... Uh, Fire Emblem, I'm on chapter 11 of the Conquest storyline. Um, now that I've been playing it again, I remember now, I played Birthright all the way to the finish in uh, my first playthrough, and then I started Conquest, apparently, and got to chapter 8 or whatever, and didn't finish, looked at my save files, and I was like, you know what, you know what, I'm not going to go to chapter 8. I'm going to start over from the beginning, do Conquest, and then when I'm finished with Conquest... I'm going to do the third branching storyline where you pick nobody. Very excited about that one, by the way. But we will see what happens. I have to kind of bust through that because I am thinking about um, potentially going and picking up a copy of Ultra Sun because I bought Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon, and I never played Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon, and I'm really, really hype for the new Pokemon coming out. So I'm thinking maybe I'll go pick up a copy of Ultra Sun and play that one. Because mm, I really, I've been super craving some Pokemon after seeing that direct. I've just been like, I gotta get my fix. Pokemon Go's not gonna do it. Pokemon Let's Go's not gonna do it. Pokemon matching games aren't gonna do it. Mystery Dungeon's not gonna do it. I need a core franchise Pokemon title to get my fix. And when I finish playing some Fire Emblem, I'm probably gonna go to the nearest GameStop, Best Buy, Walmart, some store somewhere. Pick up a copy of Ultra Sun and have go, go to town. Like, have a good time. Like, I'm going to have a good time. And I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited to 
get back into the world of Pokemon because I didn't even finish playing Sun all the way through because I got sidetracked by starting Moon and trying to keep up back and forth with the two of them. And I think maybe I could just go back and finish Sun. But I was told that Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are infinitely better than Sun and Moon. So if you didn't play Sun or Moon, skip them. Play Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon because they're going to be better experiences. So I'm wondering to myself, should I finish Sun, then play Ultra Sun, or should I just skip the rest of Sun since I've not played it in a long time and go straight to Ultra Sun? I'm not sure what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to play Fire Emblem Conquest and then Fire Emblem... Uh, whatever the third one is. I don't know what that one's titled right now. And then I will make my decision based on that. But guys, I'm getting sidetracked. I apologize. I'm just excited that I'm getting back into my 3DS. I haven't touched my Switch in the last week because I've been playing my 3DS. And it's nice to know I can find a balance between my Switch and my 3DS with my PlayStation taking a like landslide of my time. Like, there's no contest. I w- if I'm at home, 90% chance I will play... Well, let's take that back a second. 80% chance I'll play my PlayStation. 10% chance I'll play my Switch. 10% chance I'll play my 3DS. All right? That's about the odds there. If I'm at home and I'm I'm doing something at home, more than likely my PlayStation will be on. Whether it's playing Spotify in the background, Hulu or Netflix in the background, whether I'm focusing on a game at the time, recording a video for my YouTube channel at the time, live streaming at the time, talking to friends in a chat party, at the time, there's so much more to do on my PlayStation than there is on my Switch, on my, you know, phone, on my 3DS, any of that stuff. Now, if they did add Netflix or something to the Switch, I might use that a little bit more while I'm doing stuff. Like, especially when I move uh, this coming up the summer, I'm really going to see if about like taking my Switch with me everywhere around the house and just watching Hulu because I've been really, really big on Hulu lately and I actually have something set up for later in the podcast discussing that and I, I just I, the switch actually would work out really well for me in that aspect but getting back to Pokemon I want to talk about the starter Pokemon okay the starter Pokemon really look good okay they're clean I've seen them compared to a bunch of other Pokemon I get it okay I, I get that they don't always look the most original uh, people have compared Chimchar to um, the Fire Pokemon. People have compared a lot of Water Pokemon are the same. People have compared that Grass types are always the same. But you know what? When you're talking about types, you sure, you can break the mold. And you can do some weird, I don't know, Grass Bat. Or you could do a Fire... Well, they actually have a Fire Pig. Never mind, that's to Pig. That's literally one of the starters. <laughs> I take that back. Uh, you could you could break the mold. The point is, and you can do some unconventional animals, and I guess they've done that. But I think they wanted to keep it kind of simple this time around because they're going to probably show way 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 cooler new Pokemon for Gen Eight, and I'm really excited to see what the new Pokemon are. And like they didn't show us really any new Pokemon for Gen Eight, at least not from what I saw. Gen 8 Pokemon were not shown outside of the starters, which is kind of a, a shame, but at the same time, it's it's okay because we have E3, and they're probably going to give us a, a boatload of information, and heck, we might even get another uh, Pokemon Direct between E3 and the launch of Pokemon in the fall, which they've never really pushed a Pokemon release date back or delayed one, so I'm actually looking forward to what they have in store for Pokemon in 2019 because that's what i'm i'm like 100 percent convinced it will be a 2019 title but we have the grass monkey grookey we have the uh fire bunny score bunny and we have the water lizard sobble now if, if you want to look these up i'm going to tell you right now out the gate i have always been a water type starter i've always wanted a water type when I start the game. I've never been attracted to the fire type, and the grass types always intrigued me, but never appealed to my better interest. Now, when I played, shoot, X and Y, I want to say, that's the Pokemon game that I put over 750 hours into. I was dedicated. 
that Dex is so packed full of Pokemon. I almost have the. I literally only need a few legendary Pokemon from like the first couple of gins, and I will be like 100% completed with my Dex. And I'm like, I spent some time doing that. I put in work, and I'm planning to do that again for Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield now. The way it's going to work for me, at least, I'm not sure what version I'm going to buy until I see the legendary Pokemon, some gameplay, some more content updates, what version-specific Pokemon there are, because they do that. And the homie Tyler is going to probably get the other version, and we're going to trade Pokemon and complete our dexes, and then get to level 100, battle each other, and I'm going to destroy him. You hear that, Tyler? If you're listening to this, I'm going to destroy you, you know, in the arena. And we're going to have a good time. I mean, I'm going to have a good time. You're going to get salty because I'm beating you, but, but <laughs> I'm talking so much trash and it hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> the point is, I'm going to have so much fun. I love Pokemon. I've been a, a huge Pokemon fan since Gen 5, and I wish I hadn't waited so long to get into the franchise. I just A lot of big franchises, I feel like, are only big because of popular opinion, and it's a lot of talk, and it's it's not really a thing that I should believe when it comes to a franchise, but there's a reason why Pokemon is such a great franchise, such a long-lasting franchise, such a, a selling franchise. Like, they sell copies. Even after, years after their release date, people still pick up copies of games. People still pick up copies of the anime, the manga, all this stuff. People love it. And you know what? That's that's great. I really love the series, the, the whole thing. I mean, they have Build-A-Bear Pokemon that you can go and get, and it's just, it's everywhere, okay? Literally, it is everywhere, and I love that. But I'm going to go with the Water Lizard Sobble, okay? My little sad boy, he was frowning, he was sad, he was whatever in the, in the trailer reveal. But you know what? He's going to be smiling by the end of our journey, because he's going to be my buddy, my pal, my champion, all right, I say sad boy, but if, if it's a if it's a, a female Pokemon, because really, do Pokemon have a gender when they start, or is it like random? I, I've always paid little to no attention to that. So I say sad boy. If it's a female, fine. She's gonna be my sad girl. We're gonna be we're gonna be pals, but she's not gonna be sad for long. Okay, we're gonna evolve, and I have a full, full, full belief that the sadness will dissipate. He or she will evolve, and they'll get happier because they've gotten stronger, and they'll get happier by their final evolution and be a badass, and we're going to take on the Elite Four, and we're going to take on the champion, and we're going to destroy them, and there's going to be post-game content, hopefully, and I'm going to destroy whoever stands in my way in the post-game. It's going to be awesome, and they're going to be my buddy, and we're going to be pals, all right? And since it's a water type, maybe they're going to know how to swim, and we're going to be pals, and we're going to swim across the ocean and, and surf and be buddies and play in the sun all day, and it's going to be an awesome time. And then when we're done playing in the sun, we're going to go to the, the snowy area, and we're going to have a snowball fight, and we're going to just, just pal around and be buddies, you know, because cause that's what Pokemon's all about is being the best you can be and, and loving Pokemon and, and them loving you and being awesome together yeah look the point is <laughs> off that tangent i really like the water type i think it's gonna be great i think my second favorite is gonna end up being um grookey um i think his evolution is gonna be dope like i really have a strong feeling out of the three pokemon they announced for the starters I think Grookey's going to have the best evolution. I really do. I'm not sure what Score Bunny or Sobble is going to be, but I really have a strong feeling that is going to be the coolest looking final evolution. I'm going to say that now. I'm going to call it. We're going to get back to that. Hopefully at E3 I can either you know eat those words or take those words and roll with them all the way to the finish line. We're going to find out. I know that... Uh, they're going to be 83, so I'm really, really, really fingers crossed hoping that they can give us the final evolutions. Or, if they can't give us the final evolution, just give us the second evolution. Come on, all starter Pokemon have three evolutions, okay? The first, the second, and the final. Give us the second evolution. That's enough to go off of. And I will know for a fact who will have the coolest final evolution based on what they evolve into from where they start because it can only go one direction from the first evolution and that's to the last evolution bam mind blown all right i'm excited okay guys i can't get over it i've rambled about this for a minute now 
I'm going to move forward, but I just want to say one thing real quick. Pokemon is a great franchise. If you don't have a Switch yet, holy cow, there is a library of games waiting for you. I have a friend code waiting for you. We got to play games together. I am waiting for you. Let's do this. Let's get a Switch. Let's play some games. Let's have some fun. And, and let's just enjoy this, this, this experience that's coming in 2019 together. So we not only got one bit of Pokemon news, but oh boy, howdy, did we get two. And I would like to talk about the new Detective Pikachu trailer that just dropped. If you haven't seen this yet, you're missing out on something just beautiful for this generation, for this culture, for this environment, for this 2019 world we live in. It is, it's, it's crazy. All right, this trailer threw me for a loop, okay? The Pokemon look weird. The, the, the trailer, the story looks weird. I'm still very skeptical on Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu. I'm not sure if that's the right choice. But again, the trailer looked phenomenal. This is a day one like for me, guys. This is going to be like, I'm going to see this the opening weekend. Now, my schedule at work got pushed half an hour. So I probably can't see it during the week. But Saturday, boy howdy, am I going to be there 10 a.m. or earlier at the door with my ticket pre-purchased online, ready to get my concessions, a.k.a. the hot dog combo. And uh, I'm going to go see myself a movie. And it's going to be a good time. We're going to have a lot of fun. And I'm going to enjoy myself. Guys, this is a month of great stuff, guys. Like, the end of February, the start of March, what's going on? What is going on? There's so much good stuff happening. 2019 is off to a banger beginning. I can't get over how great this year has been so far. I want to take a side note real quick, a sidebar, a little detour off the main topic of Detective Pikachu. And just say, we got... A new Mario remake in January, Resident Evil 2 remake in January, Kingdom Hearts 3 after 14, 15, too many years in January. All right, February rolled around, and, and we got a bunch of news, okay? Like, January, play your games, have your fun, bam, February, let's give you some of the news. We got a Nintendo Direct, we got a Pokemon Direct, we're getting all this good stuff happening to us, and it's just, it's unbelievable. Believable. Call of Duty gets a gigantic update. I finished Cowboy Bebop. Anthem gets released, and there's a bunch of news about that. Reggie retires. This is all just insane. Everything that's happening. And, and it's just... I'm excited, guys. I, I'm just... I'm hyped. I'm on this whole other level when it comes to gaming news and gaming environments. And just... Gaming as a culture is just... In 2019, at least for me, it's been phenomenal. All right, there are toxic communities everywhere. All right, I bet you, you insert random friend's name, has a crochet group, and that's pretty toxic. And she just was like, well, that Beth isn't very nice. <laughs> Whatever, okay? I'm sorry. It's a bad example. I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But the point is, every group, every community, every environment has some toxicity in it. But... I try to avoid those groups or areas of that community, and I try to stay kind of in my tight niche group. So the homie Tyler, the homie Nathan, all my friends, my brother, you know, we play games together, okay? We have a good time together. I, I follow IGN because it's a reputable source for the most part. If you don't, like, 100% trust their reviews, then you're good. And I, it's a great way to get news and I watched them on E3 content, on other convention content, PAX East, PAX West, PAX South, all of the PAXs. They unpack that stuff. <laughs> That's a dumb joke. But the point is, I am just very excited about 2019 as a whole. That being said, back to the news coverage of Detective Pikachu, I'm just ready for this movie. Okay, can we go ahead and and watch Captain Marvel and Endgame and Spider-Man and, and Detective Pikachu and every other baller movie coming out in 2019? Because the suspense is killing me. Alright? The suspense is killing me. Alright, the next... I, I didn't watch that many movies in January or February. I, I meant to watch more, but guys, I got, I got to save my money, not spend my money. I'm looking to watch more, play more, do more 
But I, I, that's also hard to do if you're trying to save more. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get some digs this summer. I'm trying to make some money moves this summer. I'm trying to make a name for myself. I'm trying to be the kind of man that that proves himself worthy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm up in the, the front row of the gauntlet, and, like, I got my sword and my shield, and I'm trying to fight my way to the top of the, the food chain. I'm trying to fight my way to the top of the leaderboard. I'm trying to fight my way to the... The end game, the boss fight, the final man standing between me and my plan. <laughs> That's a fun rhyme. I'm gonna freestyle for you guys. No, I'm not. I'm not really. Scratch that. But I'm very excited, guys. I'm, I've rambled. I've I've made some jokes, sure, but it all leads me up to the fact that <laughs> Detective Pikachu is gonna be a good movie, guys. I just feel it. And I say that for one or two reasons. It's either gonna be a legitimately good movie that people thoroughly enjoy, rotten fresh. Or it's going to be so bad that it's a cult classic. It's going to be remembered for generations as one of those movies that just was so good because it was so bad. And I'm not sure which one it's going to be yet, but I will tell you this much. Pokemon is such a large franchise now, like I said in the last you know, little bit about the Direct, that nobody's going to not know Pokemon. It's like asking somebody, do you know who Jesus is? Sure, they've heard of Jesus, okay? It's going to be the same thing with Pokemon. Have you heard of Pokemon? Yeah, everybody's heard of Pokemon, all right? There's no you know similarities between those two parallels that I gave examples of. Just want to say that right now. But I think it's really cool that Pokemon is getting to that level where it's like up there and known by everybody across the world. Everybody's like experienced, seen, heard of, been involved in some way with Pokemon and that's awesome like that's genuinely really awesome and I, I can't wait to see what's next for Pokemon after Gen 8 I want to see if they add DLC for the first time I want to see if they have in-game content I want to see if they have multiplayer content I want to see if they have online battles online tournaments online support of any kind like I'm paying for the Nintendo online service I want these big games to have online services, so I'm I'm using my subscription for Nintendo Online to use <laughs> the Switch Online. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't make me use the the app for Nintendo to communicate. Like, that's 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 dookie. Okay, let's not do that. Let's implement something a lot better, something a lot more streamlined. Maybe an in-game app. Maybe something along those lines. You know, I would be okay with that. They have game chat on PlayStation and Xbox. Why not have game chat for certain games that are bigger and have the budget to incorporate that or implement that feature? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's just a random idea I have. Moving forward from Detective Pikachu, which, by the way, looks baller, and I'm really excited, um, but the Apom looks scary. Looks scary. Just going to say that much. Watch the trailer. You're going to see what I'm talking about. If you don't know who Apom is, he's a cute little purple monkey with a hand for a tail. And, and and when you think about that statement, it's pretty scary already. But he's so friendly and cute in the show. And he's so friendly and cute in the game. But in the, ooh, in the movie, holy crap, he is scary. You don't want to get on his bad sides. He has some scary looking teeth. And he'll slap you, literally slap you with his tail. I don't need that kind of uh, scary, scary stuff in my life. Like, oh my God, I, I might, I might, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But we are going to move forward. I <laughs> just wanted to talk a little bit about Detective Pikachu. So moving forward into a little bit of update news, I do want to let you know that the past week I have had little to no time to play really anything on my PlayStation, and I will explain why at this time. Um, I was wondering if I wanted to put this segment in at the middle or at the beginning, maybe even at the end, but I feel like it's relevant enough to where I got the big Pokemon news out of the way that I was very, very, very excited about, and I wanted to bring this up before I move forward. Um... This last week, I had an issue with my left eye, like the thing you see out of your eyeball, um, and 
it started watering a lot and causing a lot of issues with me. I couldn't see out of the eye a lot. It was really bothersome. And I went to an eye doctor and it turns out my tear duct was blocked and they were really confused and I had to get that unblocked and they tried and they unsuccessfully attempted to, I don't want to give you too many details in case you get squeamish about those things, but essentially they like stuck something into my eye to try and unblock it. But the point is it was unsuccessful. Um, at least I thought it was at the time. And, uh, they were like, okay, we need to do eye surgery. And they wanted to, they want to put a plastic tube in my tear duct for about three to four months to clear out the blockage in my tear duct so that I can release better. And, you know, cause I don't, the, the tears that build up the salt and the tears and the chemicals or whatever it is irritates your skin. So my left eye was red and kind of irritated and really sore and, I was really uncomfortable and it prevented me from playing games. You know, any focus-based shooter, any, you know, Resident Evil, Kingdom Hearts, any of that stuff because I was spending so much time, like literally two or three times every 60 seconds, I was wiping my eye cuz it was watering that much. It was that irritated, it was bothering me. And I I essentially spent the whole last week trying to watch TV or listening to TV and watching what I could with it. And it's been really, really, really a big pain in the butt. And I don't take for granted at all my vision. And I don't think anybody should. So I wanted to say that while I wanted to give you a Resident Evil 2 review in progress update, um, I'm waiting for other releases to come out still. So I still have time to finish Resident Evil, to finish Kingdom Hearts, to do other things on my game list. But this last week wasn't any progress at all, and I apologize for that. Uh, I hope that this eye thing gets resolved. When I left the eye doctor and paid my copay with my insurance, I uh, noticed that the next day my eye wasn't watering as much, really, and I'm having a lot better time not dealing with this issue. I mean, it does still water, um, but very, 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 very rarely now, but it still is more often than it probably should, <laughs> so there's still some blockage, but I think they cleared some stuff out, um, just not all of it, and that's a shame because I would rather pay the, the copay than uh, a bill for surgery, but we shall see what happens, and I was able to last night post uh, part two of my Claire second playthrough, you know, uh, playthrough B, um, and I put that out, and I gave it a fun little clever title, uh, and I used a screenshot of these two zombies attacking me, and I was like, ah, Claire's getting double teamed, and it was, it was a really clever, I don't know, I thought it was funny, but, um, I really enjoyed playing it again, because I was really wanting to, and I've been trying to get through Resident Evil this week, and I just, I couldn't play it, and then after I went to the doctor, and it was Saturday, I was like, okay, Okay, let's play Resident Evil while my eyes are working so I can get through this because I'm very excited to see what's different about Claire's playthrough than Leon's playthrough. And man, there's there's some different stuff in her second playthrough. So I'm very excited about uh, what's coming up. I just got to the basement and defeated the first boss. And now I am with the little girl. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, if you don't watch the playthrough, you're going to see, um, all cutscenes are included and I'm very excited about that. I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update about what's been going on this past week. Um, the podcast, I was a little worried would be short because I hadn't covered any game news outside of the podcast, but I did have a couple of segments here. I wanted to give you guys that um, maybe you're interested in. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, if you're listening to this, of course, on the Anchor app, there are segments that are separated. You can go and pick and choose what segments you want to listen to. Um, if you're on any other podcast platform, uh, there's I don't believe there's that option unless you just kind of skipped ahead. And I did not add timestamps. I, I guess I could start adding timestamps 
um, if I wanted to. I might start doing that here in a while, but we're kind of testing the waters here still, and I want to get to my one-year mark before I make any sort of radical changes. But um, I wanted to give you guys that update, and Resident Evil 2 does have one video on YouTube. If you want to check that out, at Alpha Phenomenon Gaming, make sure you're subscribed. Hit that bell icon because then you can see when I post things. I usually post them later in the evening, um, but on the weekends, I try to get them out earlier if I can. I like to have some saved and edited so I can get them posted sooner um, when I finish one. But, of course, I only played what I posted um, last night, so I need to record more. I just am in a place where I'm a little bit stuck. I can't find the um, lever crank to get the power turned on in the garage. So... I'm there right now, if you know where that's at in the playthrough. So, that being said, guys, there's some fun commentary, some fun gameplay, and it's just the one video for this week, but I will try getting more out this next upcoming week. But, moving forward, guys, let's go ahead and talk about some anime news. I want to let you guys know that when I finished Cowboy Bebop and I had my indifferent feelings... Um, which is apparently an unpopular opinion. I posted, there was a once upon a tea sale on Cowboy Bebop this last week. And I posted in the comment section, I was like, you know, I never got the whole thing about it. So I watched it and I have, I'm feeling pretty indifferent about the ending. And man, a lot of people started attacking me and said that I was wrong and that it was a great show. And I'm like, what's the attachment to the show? Like literally there's a very, very thin plot in cowboy bebop a very thin plot and the episodes jump around the characters don't really evolve too much there is some evolution i'll admit that but there's just the mention of a few characters and some callbacks that we don't even know but the characters know and i don't know the backstory between each of the individual characters i didn't get attached to anything in this show you want to talk about a show where I got attached to people? Trigun. That was a great anime. That was a fantastic anime. I would get a tattoo because of how good the anime was to represent the anime. Alright? There are other anime I was interested in that I really liked. Code Geass being one of them. Death Note being one of them. Very deep, plot-thickened animes. I enjoyed that. It's just I didn't get the whole Cowboy Bebop appeal. But I wanted to know what it was about and now i know i know what it's about and it's just not on a list of my favorite animes it's just on a list of animes i have seen um but moving forward i i wanted to let you know i have started watching new anime i'm keeping on the anime grind um the homie tyler wants me to continuously have one anime i'm doing in the background uh for days when i don't want to watch uh, when i don't want to play a game or when i don't want to really do much on a day off just to pop on an anime he wants me to stay watching at least one anime um, at a time, and if I finish an anime and I'm lost, he will give me an anime to watch. He says, I have a plethora of anime, show me some screenshots on Hulu, I'll give you a list of anime to watch that are on Hulu, at least until Funimation starts their deal with Hulu so I can watch Dragon Ball. But, anyway, <clears throat> they only have the sub on, on Hulu right now, so I really want to watch the dub of Dragon Ball. Anyway, I started watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I'm currently on episode 11, I believe, and boy, howdy, no spoilers, but this move, this is, this is an interesting anime. Um, definitely rightfully labeled bizarre. Um, I'm not sure why I keep picking older anime that, um, are violent, but I guess I'm just drawn to violence. Wow. We as a human people are drawn to violence. Who would have thought, <laughs> but I really do enjoy this anime so far. I'm liking it a lot more than cowboy bebop. I'll say that much, but I am not sure what's happening some of the time, and I really, really, really enjoyed JoJo. It, like, his character is good. Alright, so I won't spoil anything. I just wanted to give you guys an update on the anime front. Um, I am going to be going to the Code Geass limited time screening when they announce it, and tickets are available. Uh, I did enjoy the last Dragon Ball movie. I did enjoy the My Hero movie. I actually pre-ordered the My Hero Academia Two Heroes or Two Stories Blu-ray off of the Funimation website. It is available for pre-order, as is the Broly movie. If you're interested in purchasing that, 
Um, I just haven't gotten around to purchasing the Broly movie yet because there's so many other things I'm trying to purchase right now that I'm trying to be um, frugal with my money. Um, that being said, though, I am watching anime. I'm keeping up on that. In the music front, moving forward, guys, um, I'm kind of a lightning. It's kind of like a lightning round. I'm going through all these things for you guys. Um, Tadashi is dropping a new album March 8th. That is this upcoming Friday, guys. The second Friday of March. I'm so excited about this because Tadashi um, was never my favorite Christian rapper. He was never my favorite, but he has grown on me so much in 2018. And 2019 is no exception. He has got some good music, and he even released um, a music video for his song God Flex, which is one of the title tracks on his Neverfold album coming out. So he has like a single out, um, and he has a story behind that song on his um, on the Reach Records YouTube page, which I, I encourage you to check out. And it just gives you a lot of insight behind, you know, his mindset and, and the way he writes music. And it, Godflex is featuring um, Trip Lee, which is one of my favorite Christian rappers up there. You know, not as high up there as, you know, Andy Minio or Gavi or, you know, even Lecrae. But, or Derek Minor. He is the, like, <laughs> end-all best Christian rapper for me. Um, but... I still think he's really, 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 really up there. And his last album, um, Waiting Room, was so good. And I just, I just, I can't wait to see what Tadashi drops on March 8th. So be sure to check that out, guys. I will be talking about it on the, on the episode, uh, next week on my podcast. I'm very excited. Um, hopefully I can listen to it more than once and I can give you guys a really, really good review on that. Um, I'm stoked. I'm very excited for Tadashi's new album. I just wanted to put that out there, guys. Uh, moving forward, though, I did want to say that there is a Road to E3 update I want to give you guys. So there are a lot of games coming out right before E3, and I'm trying my best to play what I can when I can. And with weeks like this last week, it's kind of given me a whole week of like no progress. But I'm trying to keep up on that because I have a lot of things planned for E3. That being said, guys, I'm going to put a poll on my Twitter feed shortly after this episode goes live. I'll probably give it a few hours before I do it because I want you guys to be able to listen to the whole podcast and really enjoy what I have to say. Uh, and then hop on over to my Twitter um, at FatLove145 and... You know, vote on the poll because um, I want to give you guys a good E3, and I have a couple of ideas I want to you know shoot off to you guys. Um, I'll leave them a secret until the poll comes out, and I'll talk about it next week. But um, I just want to kind of see what you guys think overall, and that's kind of all I wanted to say about E3. We're not even close to E3 yet. It's March. Um, we're still three months away, so we have three months of games to play still. Days Gone, Sekiro. Uh, I might go back and get Mario, Yoshi's Crafted World. There's a bunch of games, guys. I'm skipping so many off this list, but I'm very excited nevertheless. So moving on from that, let's go ahead and talk about Sekiro since I mentioned it. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is releasing March 22nd. So I was talking to you guys um, weeks ago about how I was playing... Uh, Resident Evil 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3, and then my next game I wanted wasn't coming out for a while. Well, the next game I wanted was going to be Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, followed by Days Gone. So, that gave me a whole month, essentially, month and a half, technically, to play through and finish Resident Evil 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3. Reasonable goal, right? I'm skipping Anthem, I'm skipping Far Cry, I'm skipping all these other games. I'm going to go ahead and focus on these titles and really go into it. And... Here we are, a couple of weeks from Sekiro, and I haven't finished either of those two games. Man, what a lofty goal I made, apparently. So this week, I'm going to really double down and try to focus on beating those games because I don't want to have to balance three games because that's too much pressure, guys. I'm, I'm just... There's a lot of games that I want to play, and I can't just have a backlog of games and my fresh new games I'm playing. So I'm going to try to double down. I'm in the Caribbean. I was told that's close to the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, so I'm very excited to finish that up and see what's 
happening next, essentially. And then I'm just going to really dig into Sekiro. I was never good at Dark Souls. I was half decent at Bloodborne. I did beat the game, and that is a game that was challenging as crap for me. Um, so Sekiro is going to be a, <clears throat> a fun time. I'll have videos on my uh, YouTube. I might live stream it. I'm not sure what I want to do yet. Um, I'm not sure if there's like a story or if there's a loose story like Dark Souls that's told through character conversation and uh, items you find in the world. I'm not sure. The point is, it's going to be fun. And I'm going to enjoy myself and we're going to have a good time dying and re living and stuff like that i don't know exactly how the game works but it's going to be exciting and that comes out march 22nd so look forward to that guys next bit of news i want to give you guys is going to be that my weight loss update okay i'm getting healthier i'm moving in the right direction all right to give you guys an update and um to keep myself accountable i have cut out pop 100%. Last night being the only exception. It's been about three weeks since I've had a soda. And last night it was about 11 o'clock and I was getting tired. And I'm trying to keep myself awake until 2 o'clock because I'm working the evening shift at work. And if I'm getting tired at 11 o'clock and I get off at 10 o'clock, that's not a good thing, okay? I need to be waking up at like between 9 o'clock or between 8.30 and 9.30. And I need to be going to bed around midnight. 2 a.m. Like, there's no exception there. It has to be how it works. And I can't be going to bed at 11 o'clock or waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning or some, some dumb time out of frame. That would be a bad idea. But I'm trying to stay healthy. So last night I had one single can of soda and that kept me awake until 1.30 when I took my happy butt to bed. But I'm not losing weight yet, but I've gone to the gym Every week, consistently. And this past week is the first week I'm going to start going twice. Alright, we're going to do legs one day, or arms one day, or chest one day, or something. We're going to focus on a part of the body. We're going to really work on it. I'm going to fix my diet. We're going to go twice a week. We're going to really make this happen. And slowly but surely, I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to gain endurance. I'm going to gain stamina. I'm going to gain muscle. I'm going to gain strength. I'm going to gain... Just all these good things that you need to have in life, okay? I've always been fat love everywhere I go, okay? This is fat love talk. I'm fat love on my social media. I'm fat love, you know, my friends talk to me, you know? But just because that's who I've been doesn't mean that's who I have to always be. Fat love is who I am as a person inside of my soul and my heart. You know, it's a persona essentially at this point because I was trying to be a rapper, Fat Love, you know, that's where it stemmed from, right? And I love music, I love rapping, I love freestyling, I love just being me, you know, I'm a goofy, fun, light-hearted dude, okay? I connect with my emotions, I write things down, I create something, you know, vulnerable sometimes, sometimes not, and I just, I like to share that with my friends, my family, with the world, you know? And losing weight is such a fun journey because it's pushing me to my limits. And I had, I, I spent a good couple of months. I, I paid for that subscription every month, but I was kind of squandering it, if I'm being honest, there at the beginning. Going once a week and not changing my diet, that did not do anything for me. And my trainer knew it. My trainer was talking to me about that. He even took me over to the mirror when they gave me that, you know, stereotypical speech like he's like look at yourself and i looked at myself and he's like the only person who can change you is is that person looking right back at you is you and you know i you hear that and you like okay yeah that's the typical motivational speech that trainer gives to students and blah blah etc i get it okay but it's not wrong like it's a very true statement the only person who can stop me from reaching my goals is me all right and i had to realize that you know what my trainer you know was asking me do you want to come twice on wednesday and i was like yeah yeah you know what my legs are going to be sore as crap tomorrow because i did legs wednesday but who cares who cares i'm going to come in and i'm going to go twice and i'm going to start 
coming in twice. And I'm going to pay what it takes to come in every week, twice a week, talk to my trainer, do some work, lose some weight, change my diet, get healthier, and be essentially the man I've always wanted to be. I, 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 I don't know how to phrase that differently. I'm, I've failed up until this point, but you have to fail to know where you went wrong. You have to fail to see where your shortcomings lie. You have to fail to see where you can improve. And I paid for my monthly membership at the gym and failed, threw that money away. But then after a few months, I learned from that. I told myself, you know what? This is dumb. You need to go twice. You need to commit. You need to change your diet. You need to cut out pop. You need to cut out this bad food. You need to stop going to the drive-thru and getting 20 chicken nuggets after work. You got to cut it out, man. All right? There are healthier alternatives. Yes, I got braces, okay? And that's caused a few issues, too. I've been like, well, I just don't want to deal with the braces and the food and all the Whatever. Alright, you signed up for this when you went to the dentist and you got the braces put in. You signed up for this when you signed your contract with the gym membership and you agreed to this. You signed up for this when you were born and you got yourself to where you've, you're at and then decided that you want to change. You signed up for this when you decided you wanted to change. And guess what, guys? I want to change. I want to be better. I want to be healthy. I want to be the best version. <laughs> I want to be the best version of myself. And that's never going to happen unless I commit. And I, I, I love the fact that I'm living this life the best I can right now. I'm working hard. I'm trying to get promoted. I'm trying to move up. I'm trying to prove myself at work. I'm trying to move into my own space. I'm trying to make some connections. I'm networking right now. I'm working on me. And you know what? I can accomplish anything I want in this life. Anything I want. If I just put my mind to it. And commit. Alright? There's nothing me or you as the listener. There's nothing we can't do. Alright? Nothing stops you. Except you. And I'm tired of getting in my own way. And I'm tired. (laughs) Of the static in my ear telling me I can't, I shouldn't, I'm not capable, I'm not able. So that's a lie. That's that's a lie straight from hell, and I am not going to believe that. Take that nonsense down the road. It's not it's not truth. The truth is I don't want to, so I'm not. And you were only capable of what you want to do what you put your mind to, what you commit to. And you know what? I committed this week. I made a choice, and we're going to see how that plays out. Guys, as I record this podcast for you guys, my forearms are so sore, I can't hold my arm out straight without an immense level of pain from the muscles. You know, like right where your the inner elbow is? Well, right above that on the forearm, on the inner arm oh my god it is sore and i don't regret anything i'll take this pain i'll accept it because it means i'm stretching the muscle it means i'm going to eventually build the muscle form the muscle into something that can be used on a daily basis that won't hurt that will grow that will be beneficial i am a weak little fat boy and i need to be a strong man in the face of adversity. <laughs> I wanted to say something inspirational. But the point is, I, I just wanted to give you an update. And that's how it's going, okay? We're going to come back here in a month or two. Maybe at my E3 showcase, I'll talk about it. And keep tabs on my Twitter because if too much change happens, I will probably post a before and after photo and be proud of myself and smile real big. But um, we'll see. I'm just making those moves, man. By the time I'm 30, it's it's over. I got five years until I'm 30, and then it's over, man. There's no way I'm going to be where I'm at now. 
There's in a year from now, there's no way, but that's just what the point I'm saying is my braces come off in two years. So we'll see what happens. Now, one bit of information I did forget to mention there in that last segment was that Trine 4, the Nightmare Prince, is getting an official announcement tomorrow on March 4th. I'm not sure what time they're announcing it, but stay tuned for that because we're getting an announcement for the fourth Trine game. Now, I only played, I think, one or maybe two of the Trine games. I didn't play all three. I don't know that much, but... If Trine 4 is coming out, maybe that's a good excuse to pick up the Trine games and get the trilogy going, because now it's a saga, and I'm very excited about what they're going to do. I love the Trine game I did play, and I just wanted to give you guys the notice that Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince, is getting an announcement tomorrow on March 4th, so stay tuned on social media for when they post that. I'm pretty sure they're going to stealth release it on like either their page, PlayStation, Microsoft, I'm not sure if there's a console exclusivity with the announcement, but they are going to announce it tomorrow. That's what I was told. And I have um, the tweet. I put it on my page and I'm very excited about that. So I wanted to give you guys that update. Moving on though. I, I have one last thing I wanted to talk about this week and it literally just happened. So I usually watch my Nintendo Voice Chat podcast that I mentioned on the. I've mentioned it a couple times and I listen to that. The IGN Nintendo podcast. Um, I usually listen to it on Friday or Saturday. That way I have watched it before my podcast because they sometimes catch stealth news that I didn't even know about. And I want to make sure I know everything that's going on with Nintendo. Um, and they cover that. So I, I'm a big, big, big fan of of the Nintendo voice chat podcast. And I got some, um, disgruntling news this week. Um, so Casey DeFridas hosted this week's podcast and she's phenomenal. Um, and Brian Altano was on and Miranda Sanchez was on and Tom Marks was on. And, you know, I know a lot of the IGN staff because I've been watching this podcast for a long time. I've been watching, IGN videos for a long time. I still follow certain IGN employees that are no longer with Nintendo, that are no longer with IGN because they just they were a part of that to me, and I I like them as a person from what I've seen of them, and it's just it's sad because today at the end of the episode, uh, Casey kind of looked at the camera, maybe not, but she announced that. Not this week's episode, but the one coming up this Friday on the 8th um, is the last video podcast. Um, They're going to still do the podcast, but moving forward, it is audio only. And that makes me as a fan very, very sad. Let me give you a little bit of... uh, I'll tell you how long it's been since I've listened to it, okay? I know Jose Otero was the host, okay? I've been listening to this since Jose Otero was the host. I didn't listen to it way back when Game Over Greggy was on the show or when other people were hosting it. I did go back and look at some of the archive videos because I wanted to see how it started, and I was very interested in the history of Nintendo Voice Chat and how it kind of began at IGN. I love the, the history behind it. And Per Schneider's always going to be, you know, the icon, the legend, the man, you know, whatever. But I just, as a fan of Nintendo Voice Chat, I, I have to be honest, I don't listen to audio-only podcasts. Which is an irony, because you're listening right now to an audio-only podcast. But here's the difference between Fat Love Talk and Nintendo Voice Chat. Alright, let's start with mine. Fat Love Talk is on the Anchor app, which distributes it for me to multiple podcast platforms because I'm not capable or able to do that. I don't even own a computer, a laptop, Bubkiss. All I have is my phone. All right. I share things on my PlayStation. I use Share Factory on my PlayStation to make my videos. I'm not capable, nor am I financially able, to get the type of requirements to make a video podcast, to make professional level things. 
However, I do my best with my abilities, and the mobile app for Anchor is phenomenal. The microphone I bought off Amazon is great. You could probably hear me very well. And I've made a few upgrades since I've been doing this. If you go back into the older episodes, you'll hear a difference in quality. You'll hear a difference in sound. You'll hear a difference in the way I present myself, where I'm nervous on the on the mic, or whether I'm more confident, and I've grown, and I've gotten better, and I'm very happy with what I've done with this. But I can only do so much. I can only peak at a certain point where it's just the only way to go further is to financially make that investment, which I don't have the funds for. IGN is a well-known gaming company, all right? Like, they have the resources, the capabilities, the finances to do a video podcast every week. And it's just sad that they're choosing to pull the plug on that. And I went into the comments section. Like, I'm not even kidding. If if anybody at IGN is listening to this, I went into the comments section of your Nintendo voice chat from this week. And almost every single comment is from an upset person saying they're not going to listen to the podcast anymore because they don't do audio-only podcasting. Your people who view your podcast on the YouTube channel are the people who want to watch it on the YouTube channel. I'm I'm sure people do this, but a very select few people probably open the video and walk away. It just don't listen to the, the watch the video. They probably go to the video for just that. I know that Nintendo brought back a Nintendo podcast, right? And I am very, very big into Nintendo news, Nintendo podcasts. But I I haven't listened to a single episode because I just don't listen to audio-only podcasts. The only podcast I've ever listened to that was audio-only was a friend of mine's podcast because I support his goals and dreams. And he's trying to do the same thing I'm doing and get recognized as a podcast personality, as a podcaster, as a content creator. And I'm all about supporting my friends and their goals and dreams. But there's there's no reason why you can't keep doing the video format if it's worked for so long. You're only losing a lot of viewers. You're only losing a lot of fans. You're only losing all, probably half, if not more, of your fan base. I know that you're not going to listen to me or really anybody. If you've already made this decision, you've probably put thought into it. But I am imploring you to reconsider. I think that... I'm just discouraged. I'm, I'm losing my favorite podcast. I'm losing my favorite weekend activity like literally every weekend i've been listening to this podcast i've watched it i've sat here while i eat my breakfast or while i'm just doing some cleaning around the house or while i'm just trying to entertain myself and nintendo voice chat has never failed me but there's no reason to stop with the video format and yet here you are Doing just that. And uh, it's sad because I cried when Jose Otero left IGN. I cried. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know the guy. I've never met Jose Otero. Uh, But I cried because I'm an emotional sobby boy. And um, through watching Nintendo Voice Chat every week, I just felt connected. I just felt like... Nintendo Voice Chat was this big family, and him leaving was just emotional for me. And I did the same thing when Lily Zandivar left. I did the same thing when, you know, a lot of peers. There's a lot of IGN employees that were just phenomenal people. And I just, I feel connected 
And I don't think you recognize that the fans are more than that. They're a family. And I, I've met other Nintendo Voice Chat fans in the real world, you know, the place beyond the screen. And they feel the same way I do about a lot of things, about a lot of opinions, about how great the show is and how Brian Altano really brings personality and how Zachary Ryan has really stepped up as a host. I did not like him hosting (laughs) at the beginning, but he has quickly become my second favorite Nintendo voice chat host right behind Jose Otero, which is a very honorable place to be. If you ask me, um, I think that I will, try very hard to listen to the audio only version but it's just not going to be the same it's just it's not and i will eventually fall off i know how i am as a person i never stick to audio only podcasts i never do and uh it's just it's just uh the end of an era i really hope you reconsider but i digress I have gone on for 10 minutes about this, and uh, I highly doubt anybody will hear it. That being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to Fat Love Talk this week. I uh, had a lot to talk about this week, and I'm glad I could pack it all in. But uh, (laughs) I will see you guys next week for the next big episode, Big 3-7. We're working our way to episode 40, which I'm very excited about. Almost a half a hundred guys. Wow, we are we're getting there. I'm so excited. This is this is picked up and been such a good thing to listen to and to make and create. And it's just a fun creative outlet for me. I've enjoyed so much about it. But uh thank you guys so much. And remember you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under FatLove145. My Snapchat is just FatLove. And my YouTube channel, of course, is Alpha Phenomenon Gaming. You can find that new uh, <clears throat> Resident Evil video on there <laughs> for Claire. And uh, as a little homage to um, IGN and their NVC podcast, they always end it. Well, normally they end it saying, get the thing. And I never in my life have ever understood what the thing was or where it stemmed from or why the thing is a thing. And I'm vaguely familiar with it. I think it has something to do with a Zelda game. I don't know. I could be totally wrong about that. That tells you how much I know about my history um, being so much of a fan. But um, I just want to say that I will see you guys on the next one. And I hope you have a great week. Mad love on my end. Take care, guys.